0: Brought to you by WakeMed Heart and Vascular. Your heart, your choice. Visit wakemed.org to find a WakeMed Heart and Vascular expert near you. Welcome to the WREL Daily Download. I'm your host, Amanda Lamb. In today's deep dive conversation with WREL photojournalist, Rick Armstrong, we're talking about a place in Raleigh that holds special memories for a lot of people. And now, with a new owner, it's ready for new memories to be made there. It's the Rialto Theater on Glenwood Avenue, Raleigh's oldest theater, and an iconic place for many Raleigh natives and transplants like me. Rick, welcome to the program. Thank you. So, first of all, tell us about the Rialto. What was it known for, and why is it so important to Raleigh's history?
1: Well, my family moved down to North Carolina in 1965 and my memory my earliest memory was going to the what it was once called the Colony Theater but later became the Rialto and what we wanted to see was Laurel and Hardy films or or any other kind of comedy and if there were Disney films and I'm trying to remember I mean my my memory on this may be a little foggy but I think it was a place where people would go to see Uh, the computer that wore tennis shoes or, you know, some of those after Walt Disney kind of movies that now you watch and you think, ooh, that that Walt would have done better. But in the time, (laughs) I was entertained and loved it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was revolutionary at the time. And and what's really interesting is that it wasn't just a movie theater. I mean, other things happened there. Um, I remember the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which was a live show that took place there, when I first moved here in the 90s and, and, you know, beyond, what are some of the other things? I know there were some musical acts that took place there, famous musical acts.
1: Yeah, and I was speaking with Hayes Primar about this, and, and he just rattled off a string of artists that had performed there, and, and the neat thing is that the the stage, most movie theaters, that, that big old screen is locked in place, but the one that uh, is at the the Rialto, can be pushed back and reveal this huge stage. So they had artists. He, he spoke of Tori Amos, Mil- Melissa Etheridge, Jane's Addiction, Fishbone, Bjork in her old band, Arlo Guthrie, J.J. Cale played there, Iggy Pop. So And he just rattled those off, and, um, and I'm sure he could have kept going.
0: And he is the new owner, and we're going to talk more about him in the second half of the show. But first, I really want to set the scene for people. I actually went on my first date with my now husband back in 1994 to the Rialto. We saw Pulp Fiction. And, you know, it always felt to me like you were stepping back in time, right? Like you could close your eyes and you could imagine people there in the 1940s and the 1950s. And, in fact, they had some of those older pictures on the walls. And you could picture how many people over the years had spent time there and just— what it meant to so many people, so it closed in August of twenty twenty two The longtime owner, Bill Peebles, decided to sell. Do we know why he did that?
1: Well, he was around for a long time and he was managing more than one theater in the area, and they tended to be those kind of theaters, the rialto, the colony and and others. And as time went along, I remember the twin the village twin theaters at Cameron Village. And then the Cardinal out at um, North North Hills. Uh, so there were more and more theaters being built. But the core theaters, the early theaters of Raleigh, included the Ambassador downtown. The, the, the what was the Colony became the Rialto, and then the Colony out on Six Forks Road, further out. And those seem to have the most charm, the most uh, local characteristic feeling. You know that that you had if you were going to go with a friend to the movies.
0: And a lot of independent films as well. But, you know, I would imagine that it's hard to keep up with streaming. It's hard to keep up with what's happening online and people being able to get movies in their homes. So, you know, obviously it was a business decision to sell, and a lot of people were worried that it wouldn't reopen, but it is reopening uh, this summer. And so we're going to talk about that. After the break, we'll be back with more from WRL's Rick Armstrong about what's next for the Rialto Theater in Raleigh.
1: Your heart, it's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more
0: Welcome back to the WREL Delhi Download. I'm talking with WREL's Rick Armstrong about the iconic Rialto Theater, which is set to reopen this summer. So you had the pleasure of interviewing the new owner, or he's part of a group of owners. He doesn't like to call himself an owner. um, Hayes Permar, who's a former sportscaster. And apparently, according to interviews he's done, he worked on this for quite a while. He really, this was important to him. What is he like and, and and what did he tell you about why he wanted to do this?
1: Well, he looked like the, the kind of guy who just having grown up in that place, uh, being in Five Points and, and driving by it, walking by it, or maybe when he was younger, riding his bike by it and seeing it closed for periods of time, um, he wanted to save it. He, he didn't want it to be changed into something else. Uh, like many of those venues did. You know, there was one, I can't even remember the name of it, on Hillsborough Street that was real popular among NC State students. And that, that got totally switched over to something else. He wanted to save the, the, the Rialto Theater and make it special again, because he knows that there are a lot of artists out there. You know, if it's just going to be movies, anybody can go out and see the movies. But to see a regular showing of the Rocky Horror Picture Show or other kind of classics like Pulp Fiction. That's the place to go. And the people who go there and want to see that, too, those are the kind of people you want to sit next to. These, you know, these are the true fans.
0: And I love what he said when he was talking about, you know, owning it and saying, hey, I'm not really an owner. I'm just the guy that's popping the popcorn. And, and he said this belongs to Raleigh. You know, he talked about things like char grill and Krispy cream and Dick's Park, things that are just quintessential Raleigh, part of our history, part of our fabric. And, you know, a lot of people like you said grew up going there and he said he grew up going there too. He said starting at about age 11, he would he would go there with his family and he just remembered it being such an exciting thing to do and now he wants to recreate that. And some of the other things he talked about are not just having theater, not just having you know a movie theater, but having live comedy, live music, live podcasts. So it sounds like he's got a, a real vision for the future. Here is that what you you got from the interview? Yeah,
1: I think he realizes that you've got to do more than show films. You you've got to bring in something that's going to happen once. You know, you're not often going to get these uh, famous music acts to come to the theater and when you do uh, people come and uh, it's just uh, it's just a popular way of you know you 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 want to you want the feel of a theater but sometimes you want real live performances and, and people that you've seen uh, performing around the country who are in your hometown and you know if that venue is available they're going to come here and, you know especially if if people know them and and want want more of that, in their hometown.
0: And I don't think a lot of people realize there's 400 seats. So it's a pretty big venue. I'm not sure they'll, you know, if they'll keep that number, but that's historically what it's had. So that's a pretty big venue. Another thing that comes to mind is the Carey Theater. Uh, on Chatham Street, downtown Cary. They have done the same thing. They show film, they have comedy, they have live music. So really branching out and trying to give the community other things other than movies.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, just from From my history, living in near that area, I grew up on Beechridge Road, and I could I went to fourth grade in Myrtle Underwood, which is right next door and we would rock, walk past going back homeward, we'd walk past uh, the Colony theater then, the Rialto now, and see what they had up on the billboard, what was going to show and uh, you know, if it was, at that age, if I if it was a Disney movie, it was something Mom and Dad would let me go see. If it was Laurel and Hardy, but um, it wasn't until later, as I understand, that you know these live acts came in and really made big events out of that.
0: Yeah, and I mean I'm a transplant to Raleigh, but came here in '94. But it it's always had a special place in my heart because of that first date. But in addition to that, uh, my husband lived in Five Points, and so we went there all the time, and it just. Became a special place for me, uh, even though I'm not from Raleigh. What is it like <clears throat> as a Raleigh native? You're seeing a lot of changes, right? I mean, we're seeing a lot of historical properties go away. And that's, you know, pro- that's some people call it progress, some people call it gentrification, you know, development, um, economic progress. But it is sad when you're a local to see things that you grew up with go away. So, what is it like on the flip side when somebody says, Hey, raise my hand. I'm going to save this place.
1: Yeah. And, you know, Five Points is is a special place. It it kind of bucks the trend of everything getting torn down and replaced. Uh, the old uh, laundromat there, and I can't remember the, the cleaning place. It's, in a, it's a historic glass square box figure that uh, you, you can see the clothing rolled by on hangers. You know, that's still there. The Johnson's Pharmacy where you could get Sundays in the back in a... Soda Fountain atmosphere. There were, you know, stores and uh, little places where you can grab pop, and that was all part of the experience. Because from there, the the walk over to the movie theater wasn't that far. So all of that stuff is still there. The Piggly Wiggly. <clears throat> I'm not sure if the Piggly Wiggly is still there, but I—if if it is, it's one of the last that are surviving. There's
0: actually a restaurant there, but there was, the Piggly Wiggly was there when I moved here, and they, they changed it into a restaurant. But they still have a lot of the Piggly Wiggly uh, stuff, signs, and things to remind you of what was there. But I agree with you. I think Five Points has done a good job of maintaining a lot of the character of Raleigh. And I think this is really exciting to see what happens next with the Rialto. Absolutely. Rick, thank you so much for sharing your reporting and also sharing your personal story. And again, we will continue to watch this and, and look forward to the news of, of them opening and, and what's going to happen at the Rialto. And thank you for listening to the WREL Daily Download and making us part of your morning routine. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on Apple Podcasts or on whatever podcast app you use. Another great way to get WREL news is the Morning Briefing Newsletter. It's a daily email waiting in your inbox every morning with Triangle News events and headlines to get you ready for the day. Sign up at wrelcom newsletter.
1: Is getting your CPAP supplies a real pain? It doesn't have to be that way. Hi, I'm Brandon Giggling, president of Parkway Sleep Health Centers, and we are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Our streamlined process makes getting your CPAP as easy as one, two, three, and we ship anywhere in the state.
0: If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health.